Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We welcome you all to a roll-to-cast RPG podcast in the world of Cyberpunk Red by R. Talzorian Games. Starring Christopher Bond as Wax, Ellen Graham as Sprocket Volkov, and Sean Fleurl as Spitfire James. Story, GMing, and additional rules by Phil Harker-Smith. Design by Jack Sumner. Music by Paul Goodman. This is Feed the Beast. Folks, gotta eat. It was true in 2045 BC, and it's true today in the year of our Lord, 2045. The time of the Red. Five years back, a group of edge runners calling themselves Dreamers claimed an abandoned skyscraper outside of the Night City corporate zone and named it Heaven. They promised some crazy things. A community of equals, pooling their resources to give everyone a fair shake and agency in their own lives. It was a dream. Everybody knew that, hence the name. But it was a damn fine dream, and a lot of folks didn't have anything more solid than that to stand on. So they came, and they made it work. Mostly. You know what else the dreamers promised? Full bellies. I'll give you one free guess which item on that list people get nastiest about when it goes missing. Now, Purcell Farm on floor 37 is in a bit of trouble. Struggling to recover from the Chrome Legion attack two months ago, we're just one fail crop away from food riots. Folks gotta eat. As it happens, there might be a solution to that problem. Or the beginnings of one, anyway. That's where you guys come in. At the base of the shanty scraper that is heaven, just inside the thick steel gates known as Heaven's Gate, is a lawkeeper station. 
It's uh, three stories of prefabricated building. A bit like uh, uh, those offices that building sites put up. The top floor, where the three of you find yourselves, is a police headquarters style briefing room with ranks of chairs with desks and a raised podium uh, at the far end. The three of you are there with Skip. She's a Mexican-American and she is a fixer for the Dreamers. Her main role is to outfit and train the law keepers. This is the police force for the Dreamers. And they regard it as a public service, a bit like jury duty. So people get called up by lottery to serve the law keepers. And it's her job to make sure that they're kitted out and they know what their job is because they're the line of defense between the dreamers and the nightmare that's outside. She's called you down to this briefing room because she has something for you. Thanks for coming down, folks. Got something juicy. Looks like a good fit for your skill set. I caught word that Biotechnica has started to consolidate their operations around Night City. So, I bought myself a gander at the list of mothballed sites they're planning on emptying. I had a hunch there might be a lab or something it would be worth our while to empty first. To exactly no one's surprise, I was right. There's a site down near the bay where Biotechnica were bioengineering crops getting them to thrive in this fucked up toxic wasteland they helped create. I think the folks up at Purcell would be very interested to take a look at what they were working on. All their experiments are still down there, watched by a couple of dozy meatbags and a few bots. Easy pickings. Here, I know a guy on CityNet who's a bit nuts about aerial photography. Take a look. Oh, and Silver in the Forge? She just hooked me up with hollow projectors. Watch this. And she flicks a switch and uh, the room darkens and then the hollow projectors flicker to life, revealing a complex of lab buildings. That light catches each of your characters in the reflected light from the holographic plans. Ellen, tell us where Sprocket is in the room, how she's standing and uh, what she looks like. So Sprocket is, um, she has kind of like a a very Slavic face. She has kind of like... um uh, you know, uh, slim, sharp features. She's got a gap tooth, crazy freckles, and uh, a big mess of, of of curly brown hair. It's kind of like a halo around her face. She's also, while her face looks quite youthful um, and naive and, and sweet, she's got the body of a power lifter. <laughs> so she's standing quite tall. She's in some kind of like uh, uh, different layers of, of torn clothing. She looks kind of like a... a you know, hobo chic is kind of the thing. And uh, she is kind of walking around and like poking her fingers in and out of the hologram and <laughs> kind of going, oh, look, I'm in the complex already. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Skip's going to be sort of talking you through some of the features. So like as she does that, you yeah. can actually be physically sort of like poking at them or rotating it yeah. and just fiddling with it. As she you will go. be like going to stand inside of the room <laughs> and being like, guys, I'm in here. <laughs> Job done. (laughs) Sean, what about Spitfire? Yeah, so Spitfire is kind of a little bit uh, further away. He's kind of sitting on like a a crate almost, just like kind of propped up on a crate. He's a a smaller, scrawnier man, definitely the, um, the opposite of Sprocket. In a lot of ways, he's got a just a mop of bright red hair. 
engineered. It's clearly not his real colour, but it's really bright red. It's it's probably the most catching thing about him. He's wearing a dirty white shirt, black uh, cargo pants, and he's got fingerless gloves on, and he's wearing a red, white, and black camo jacket, long sleeves, and kind of white and red uh, shoes to go with it. And it's stylish enough, but he also has a little uh, black handkerchief that just kind of uh, sits around his neck, and the uh, jacket has a hoodie as well. While he is listening to what Skip is saying, he's also kind of enamored by the technical aspect of the hologram. He's now just kind of muttering, watching Sprocket go through. It's going, that, that's not how it works. That's, that's not, no, that's, you can't touch it. You can't, okay, fine. Yep. And he just mutters to himself more about that's not how technology works. <laughs> Chris, tell us about Wax. Wax is sitting on a chair, lounging back, kind of casual-like, arms crossed, half paying attention. There's focus, but it's not as rapt as people might want him. As to what he looks like, uh, Wax is a young man in his early, early 20s with blonde, curly hair that's quite tight. He has beautiful olive skin, and all of this is tech hair and uh, chem skin. It changes week to week, depending on how he feels. And uh, the fashion. And the fashion. You know, it depends what his agent tells him. Yeah. In terms of what he's wearing, his shoes are white high tops with black metal spikes in the side of them. Uh, his sh- pants are these baggy neon yellow nylon things uh, that are almost like ski pants that taper in with black buckles that cross crisscross all over them and deep pockets. He has a long shirt on, uh, which is light blue and black with patterns uh, and long sleeves. Uh, Over there is a jacket, a coat rather, um, which is black and grey panelled, cotton and is a kimono coat. He's wearing a belt that cinches around his waist, um, which is quite long. Strapped into that belt is a sword. Cool. Strapped over his uh, shoulder is like a guitar kind of strapping over his shoulder is an old school uh, cyber deck that's maybe like 10 years out of fashion. Yeah. And uh, well loved. Well well loved. Like like an old guitar. Mm. Yeah. Around his neck is a, a winged pendant. With the hologram in front of you, Skip starts to talk to you about the major features that she's managed to uncover with the limited amount of surveillance she's managed to do. There are two buildings in the complex. Both of them are roughly 100 metres on the long side and 20 metres on the short side. This eastern building is kind of a red brick. Looks like it might be administration. The west building, it's sleek, it's chrome. We're guessing that that probably houses the labs and it's the seed vault where they keep everything in cold storage. There is a causeway that links the two buildings And the main entrance is there in the north side of it. In terms of external security, we've got cameras dotting the perimeter, but they're pretty obvious, easy to spot, and they look wireless. And they feed into what she thinks is a security shack about 30 metres from the main entrance. That security shack is staffed by a single guard and has a mini air drone mounted on the top where it recharges. In the 90 minutes that she had surveillance from the drone, from her contact, a patrol car marked in Biotechnica colours visited once and it had two guards in it. I I don't want to teach your grandma how to suck eggs, but uh, I have a few 
conjectures, if you'll allow me. There's a few different ways you might want to approach getting past the camera network outside. It's pretty spotty. You could easily sneak past it or scramble the wireless signals. Get your hands on the right piece of hardware. Shouldn't be too hard. Uh, You could always blot them out with a good old-fashioned paintball gun. Tried and true. In my experience, uh, the demons in a net tell the guard, oh, one of the cameras is out. And they're like, ah, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll check it later. Not guaranteed, but you might get away with it. Uh, of course, you could bypass all that if you just hold the guard up, hack the net, take the drone for yourself. It's up to you. Maybe guard will be lady wax and you can spend time... And Sprocket does like the kiss, you know, when you like wrap your arms around yourself and pretend to make out. That that That's not how making out works either. But never mind. Well, if someone will show me sometime, then maybe I'll know. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that plan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back... We'll come back to that later. <laughs> okay. Not not the telling you how to not doing that, but the the idea that this guard might be a lady or a fella. I mean, we don't have to hold him up. <laughs> Spitfire kind of he hops up off the the crate that he was on and kind of comes closer and kind of gets inside the hologram. I don't know if Sprocket's still there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she is. You can like shove her aside. Yeah, just kind of just give like a little nudge. He's looking at the security shack and he's like. Does it look like it's easy to at least get inside that shack there? Well, uh... I'm not seeing any locks. I'm not seeing anything... It's pretty much open air. I don't think it's locked. It's meant to be manned at all times, so there's no need to put a lock on it. It doesn't look shielded. If you can sneak up within six meters of it, you could probably run the net that controls that mini drone. Even turn off the cameras. Inside, a little hard to tell you exactly what's going on, but uh, I can guess that... There's going to be a lot better camera coverage. They're going to be wired, so that you ain't going to scramble them. They're going to be small form factors, so you're going to have a hard time even spotting them. And I know these these old corps, they have bot defenses in there. You know, you don't have to pay them. Just keep a bit of power running, a couple of drones or an in-place turret. They'll be running on a net, and if you can get into that, you can turn them off. But demons don't go to sleep. If they catch you on camera you'll have the bots on your ass pretty quick. When that happens, you got to work quick because that car will be on its way and Biotechnica, they're pretty, uh, pretty protective of their assets. Seems like we want to be getting to security check and seeing what's up. The plan, you know, I- I'll leave that up to you. Uh, the last thing I'll tell you is where the seeds are stored. It's from pre-war. It's 20 years old. It's uh, probably a pretty amazing piece of tech. They don't build that stuff like they used to. Might take some time to power on properly. And if you don't, who knows? You might ruin the goods. So time is going to be a factor. If you go in, smash and grab and bring down Biotechnica on your heads, then, you know, you'll barely have a moment to get the machinery going before you're you're surrounded. Mm. No one ever lets me do things my way. Well, you're there for insurance, right? Should these guys slip up. Or uh, bot smashing is always a handy tool to have as well. I'll bring my sledgehammer. If you can get on the net wax, they probably have some kind of documentation for the vault as well. It might help you speed things up. If I can get on the net. Bruh. Sorry, I don't Bruh. mean I don't mean to patronize you. Bruh. Just making uh, <laughs> suggestions, you know? Bruh. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. You guys are... It's not polite s- to mention bras. Uh, there is ladies present. <laughs> you can get me to that vault. I think I can get inside. Just need to uh, check out the tech face-to-face and uh, 
getting my hands dirty as well. He, he kind of motions to the crossbow that's slung across his uh, shoulders and pats a bunch of arrows that are kind of in a little satchel uh, to the side of him as well. I travel light. Look, I wouldn't bring this to you three if I didn't think you could pull it off. Now, it's a little bit more dangerous than pulling old water purifiers out of a treatment plant by the bay. And anything you do for the dreamers is, is voluntary. You don't have to risk your lives for this, but those seeds could mean a lot to a lot of people. And the intel's all good? The best I got. I trust this guy, and I looked over the footage myself before I put this together for you guys. It's all on a chip to review at your own leisure, but if you're going to go ahead, make it snappy. The biotechnic could be emptying the site within a matter of days. Now, you got the briefing room for as long as you like. I got to go do some rounds. Good luck. Now, before we discuss, I just need to make sure that my partner is okay with this. Um, she has Sprocket has like a, a hoodie on that's kind of backwards so that the hood is kind of like around her neck and uh, Vlad, her little pet rat, scurries out of it, the pouch that he's been kind of sleeping in. She kind of comes up to her shoulder and she just kind of whispers to it, yeah, Vlad, we have mission to go on. It may be dangerous. I, uh, yes, I know. Yes, but you can't just go in blazing like usual, Vlad. Okay? All right. Is it, is it really necessary for the rat to be at the meeting? He is part of this team as much as me. What did he do last time? <laughs> he provided morale support. Oh, if I knew I could get away with this job with just sitting on your shoulder, that's what I'd be doing every single time. I mean, there's plenty room. She, like, slaps her <laughs> very muscly shoulders. That's very true. <laughs> All right, team. Let's get this thing going. What's your thoughts? I would feel much more comfortable if we could get those security cameras switched off before we tried to make a move in. It's going to be much harder to get in, but it's no point if we're buzzed before we even get through the front door. For sure. What I'm thinking is like, uh, we take out that guard, work with those cameras, see if it's connected. It probably isn't connected to administration, like the whole thing. It's probably not one big system. That seems crazy. So We just need a hole. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Can slip through. We're going to go in this thing kind of quiet like. I'd like to go in via administration because it's like it gives us options, you know. Do we need to check in and get name tags? Well, like passwords and stuff. Yeah, I mean, if we want to go all sneaky sneaks, like I think we pretty much want to go straight from that uh, guard's outfit, go straight into administration. From there, taking the shortest distance from administration into the Chrome building where we presume they're keeping the goods fast in, fast out. It's a matter of time, right? If we can get me to that vault, I can get in. Not right. a problem. Well, I'll that, drive. All right. It shouldn't be too... Honestly, this thing seems like a cakewalk. Like, talking shit about my net running. If... The fuck is that? It's, it's not a question of if. It's never a question of if. It's a question of when. How many weapons will we be needing? Bring them all. Yay! Even sledgehammer. Even sledgehammer. Oh, Lex, you're my favorite. Yeah, well, I get a lot. Of course, uh, you're still favorite, Vlad. I only meant it as a joke. Vlad is good moral support. <laughs> Vlad is very good moral support. He can be sneaky too if we need. Well, that's tight, good to know. Rat-sized spaces. I am in hell. I am in absolute hell. What about <laughs> you, Spitfire? You need anything? Uh, no. Just get me in front of that vault, and I can do the rest. That is absolutely no problem. I'm I'm good as ready to go. Your car, your car working? Yes, it's working. Okay, It still has a funny smell in back from that fertilizer incident, but uh, it, apart from that, all good to go. I mean, I just assumed it was Vlad. I don't, I don't know if a thing that small could make a thing a smell that big. <laughs> all right, fuckers, let's roll. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. So this is the uh, Sprocket's usual kind of car. It looks like a Jeep, uh, mm-hmm. essentially. It um, can kind of cover four-wheel driving, but... Um, uh, is mainly kind of used for transporting stuff and uh, kind of getting over wacky terrain. Like a um, modern SUV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, got the worst paint job in the world. Oh, uh, it's like someone went at it with a paintball gun and then tried to paint over it. There's sections that are like, you know, kind of uh, going with a roller. There are sections where it looks like someone's just like grabbed a paintbrush and scribbled. Did Sprocket paint this herself? Yes, she okay, did. Okay, great. <laughs> did no one give her like an uh, an air spray? What what are those called? Um, a spray gun? An spray, air spray gun, gun? An air spray gun. Yeah. I'm guessing called, given, like, given the no. option. I'm guessing she's like, how you paint cars. No, I, I use my hand. No, yeah. get right in. Yeah, she's not very artistically. <laughs> t- paint. She's not... <laughs> She's not artistically talented very much. And so this was, uh, it was almost like a present from the Volkovs to be like, express yourself. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Express yourself less. Well, yeah. they're, they're very happy for you to keep that ground car for the time being. And uh, it does always turn a few heads as today when it pulls out of the um, parking area that's around the base of heaven. I think uh, Spitfires, as he sees the car again, he's st- it still surprises him every time. His eyes wide and you see him, sweet, merciful crap. I know. Isn't she beautiful? <laughs> he, 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 he's not so much trying to do this surreptitiously, but he, he gives it a bit of a look over just to make... Because it doesn't look like it should work 100%, so he can't help himself. He has to give it a bit of a, a once-over just to make sure everything's like... It's not going to kill them on the road. Mm-hmm. Well... S- fucking sweet wheels. <laughs> Thank you. And glass is also bulletproof. Nomads... For all, for all the ramshackle of that uh, machine, it is treated with love and respect. Nomads uh, regard their vehicles to be part of the family. That vehicle, for it looks like, it's well maintained. Kind of like puts his hand on the bonnet and just gives a big sigh. Uh, well, I can't argue with the results, I guess. The Chew 2 powered engine purrs to life. No clunkiness, no catching, no hitching. And you pull out onto what's left of the Night City streets. The spider web of cranes and construction sites is easily navigable down towards the bay. It's about a 40 minute drive. And the further you get down towards the bay and these corporate technology campuses and uh, like Night City's version of Silicon Valley, if you will. Hmm. Mm. 
it gets far, far fewer places that people congregate or, or live in and it becomes uh, quieter and quieter as the night falls during your drive and that tinge hits the skyline that gives this era its name, the time of the red. Oh God, it's still red, of course. Only, the sunsets and the sunrises. Only at the very, that very moment of, of sunset and sunrise, it's the most brilliant, shattering red fills the sky. You pull your car up nearby. Have you decided where you might leave it? Are we planning on kind of going out how we can North in? is where, we, where we'll leave or try to leave. Yeah, probably around there then. So perhaps on you leave it sort of up the road yeah. on the northern corner. Great. Night's falling. There are street lights and uh, enough sources of illumination that it's not pitch black. Check your stuff. Let's go. So lock up the car. It's got a very silly fuzzy pink keychain, which she kind of stashes on her person. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like almost like a montage of like getting shotgun out, um, having like there's like a harness kind of thing that she kind of puts a sledgehammer Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom Hook on the leg. Yep, yep. <laughs> and the a gun on the other leg. So she's kind of like a walking, like, uh, walking weapon factory kind of thing. And of course, she gives Vlad a little kiss and uh, he scrambles somewhere into her clothing. Who knows where? More, more metaphorically, like a rat. Um, uh, <laughs> Spitfire. He, his lips are, are very pursed. He's just looking around. He's cracking. Uh, his knuckles as he just kind of adjusts his fingerless gloves as if they don't quite fit. He pops the hood over his head to to cover the flourish of red hair that just kind of sits neatly across his forehead with the hood on top. And then he pulls the handkerchief above his mouth and nose. So you've just got his eyes kind of viewing through as he nooks an arrow ready into the crossbow, but puts the crossbow back onto his back as he moves out. Wax pulls a concealed pistol from his kimono jacket, puts it in his left hand, sword is ready to go, and he's going to change his hair from the beautiful golden locks to a dark black. Camo style. <laughs> Love oh, yeah. it. So there's an unrelated building just north of the Biotechnica campus, and as you peer around the corner of it, you are within about 20 metres of the security shack. Give me a perception roll, please. Nine. Wax is on 20. 24. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I crit it up. So uh, you're distracted by Vlad. He's, he's uh, it's doing something cute. Doing something cute inside your coat and you're just like, oh. Uh, oh so cute. <laughs> so, yeah, Sp- Sprocket is distracted by Vlad. This is why you don't put him on missions. Wax spots the guard. She's a black woman. She's got a feet up. And you can tell, Spitfire, that she seems to be watching... Yeah, you can just hear it. It's a Hero League stream on her flat screen. Yeah, some sort of esports stream mm-hmm. that she's watching. Is that motherfucking Hero League? Who the fuck watches that shit? She's got fucking good taste. What are you talking about? The, 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 put the rat down. Both of us were going to point at the woman. <laughs> oh. So maybe I am thinking that my first plan was right, Wax? And she does crazy eyebrows at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sprocket, keep your rat in your pants. That's not what I mean, 
I'm kind of feel. I'm kind of feeling that. Uh, again, I'm in hell. Uh, and he kind of um. Sprocket, do you want to uh, take my sword? You just hold on to this. He'll unstrap his sword and hand it to. Sure, she's got. She's already got like her hands full with shotgun, so she just kind of holds shotgun in one hand and holds the sword in her other hand, just like. Wax will put the the gun away and kind of like dust himself off and stand up and look like a cool guy. I feel this is like they're on either side um, <laughs> of Spitfire as he's kind of ducked down and they're exchanging it over his yeah. head. It's just like... Ah. <laughs> so you're just going to walk out into the open in front, Wait, in front of Wait, are you her? moving... Oh my God. <laughs> is that what you're doing? I mean... Chris, how, you mad man. How fucking sensible are you, is are that? Are you stealthing up to her? Yeah. Avoiding cameras as much as possible. Right. Yeah. So to make it up to the security shack uh, without being spotted on the cameras, which will activate the defences, you would know this, uh, I'm going to need a DV13 stealth check. Yep. Mm. What'd you get? 22. Damn! Jesus. Sexiest netrunner alive. (laughs) He kind of sneaks his way up like a puma. Yeah, yeah, and she's got she's got her flat screen there, right? She's got yeah. her feet up, yeah, God. and you like basically appear at the window, yeah, and until you say anything, she's just like she, like the game is is like on a knife edge. Mm-hmm. I smell another X coming. <laughs> Do we uh, are we thinking that seducing a character would be maybe perception? Or like human perception, or a uh, persuasion. sorry, uh, persuasion rather. I think it's more likely to be a persuasion or mm. a conversation. Yeah, great. Maybe conversation, it, wouldn't it? Co- conversation, I conversation. Co- conversation. If you just want to sort of like casually get some info out of her, if you want to persuade her to do something specific for you, yeah, then you need persuasion. Cool. Well, I've just realised I've the idea of Got seducing no someone doesn't do anything because it's just like I seduce her. Now what? She's not going to let you in the building no. just because she, she fancies you. And, then, yeah. and she's also, I think even if she juice her, she's going to be like, yeah, but what are you Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Are you going to slink back I, to I, I, I like that you figure this out mid-walk. I'm a, you <laughs> can, I, can I tell you though? Yeah. You're easily now within six meters of, yes, of I, the net, right? I have that option as yes. well. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't seduce her. Yeah. But I'm right here now. But you can basically, because you, of your stealth check, you could actually just go behind the kind of the wall of the shack yeah. instead of standing in the window. And you can stay there as long as you like, essentially. Right. Yeah, Wax is just going to fucking do some net running and, nice. and let's hack this thing. So you crouch down. Oh, um, I breathe a sigh of relief. The, the scanner pulse is pretty unnecessary because as soon as it fires out, you find that there's a net right here. Yeah. And it appears to be the only access point to this net. Wax is going to sling his cyber deck and uh, put on his virtuality goggles and uh, let's get into it. You have been listening to Feed the Beast, which is a Roll to Cast production. The best way to find us is on Twitter, Discord and our Patreon. All our podcasts are on Acast, Spotify, YouTube and all good podcatchers. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash roll to cast. Cyberpunk Red and all associated properties are trademark of our Telsorian games. Used with permission. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.